Hey everybody, this is Eric. And my name is Demar Sheffy. Welcome to the 12 Votes Podcast. We're so happy that you all have tuned in to check us out. We look forward to you joining us each and every week to hear from politics to pop culture to anything else that you might have. Any ideas you have, you can shoot them our way and we'll talk about them. Uh, this show, we talked about everything from Trump's border wall and the government shutdown to judges in Tennessee to St. Louis County new prosecutor Wesley Bell congratulations man we talked about sports we talked about BET awards definitely tune in check us out feel free to reach out to Demar on Facebook you can reach me at Demar Sheffy on Facebook I look forward to hearing from you all right Tune in. All right, so, man, taking over the news this past couple of weeks has been this government shutdown. Trump wants the wall. Democrats don't want the wall. DeMar Sheffy wants the wall, question mark? No. No, 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 no. If President Trump going to get $5 billion, I will hope that he used that $5 billion to put more border agents and give them the equipment they need to keep us safe. But what if the border agents are saying that they need the wall to keep us safe? And this is the difference where we cannot tell from President Trump. Build the wall was a great campaign slogan. It got his base out to vote for him. President Trump has to understand he's no longer running for president. He is the president of the United States of America. And he needs to He has start. to run for re-election, though. Yeah, in two years. Well, he has to fulfill his campaign promise. I think, um, personally, if, if, you know, for the people who voted for Trump, if you don't vote for him this year, or next, if you don't vote for him in 2020 because he didn't build the wall, and you know, I don't know what to say because it's not his fault. And that's this is going to be the true test of his presidency and the first real test to his reelection being because that wall was a campaign promise and his people are starting to see the effects of him not being able to get the wall funded by Congress because he told us first Mexico was going to pay for it. Right. Well, now we see Mexico ain't paying for it at all. So now... The, the the taxpayers, we have to pay for it. And the House of Reps, which is now controlled by the Democrats, are not even going for it. So since they're not going for it, I don't see how he's getting this this wall. And it's going to be very concerning because Trump said he'll keep the government shut down for months to years. He did just a brief history on uh, government shutdown. So um, the longest shutdown so far was in 1995, uh, back when Clinton was president, and it lasted for 27 days. Um, there's been about 21 shutdowns since 1976. This is according to WTOP uh, News. So about 21 shutdowns since 76. Um, Trump has had three shutdowns. The first one lasted... 
a couple days. Second one lasted a couple hours. Uh, this shutdown currently has been for about a couple weeks. Three weeks and moving. Yeah, so it's getting to be, you know, at the longest one. So, <clears throat> you know, a lot of states are being hit by this because you, know, you have all the states who you know, have a lot of federal federal workers um, who are being, you know, furloughed or, you know, a lot of other things are closed down with this, you know, national parks. It's unfortunate. 800,000 people are no longer working as we speak. But who do we, who do we, who do we blame that on? Because the Democrats are going to blame it on Trump. The Republicans are going to blame it on the Democrats. Well, the Trump, Trump did that last night in his um, address to the nation. And the Democrats, they came back and blamed it on Trump. Um, we really can't say, is it really on the Democrats? They passed different House bills over the course of the last week since they've been in office that would open up the partially shut down government as we have it as now. So Mitch McConnell, the Senate majority leader, said that he will not entertain any bill that the House sends up that does not include language for $5 billion to fund the president's wall. Right. It's really it's really sad and unfortunate. So I mean so so the Democrats are here Demar, can the Democrats stop the shutdown? No, they cannot. Why can they, why can they not stop the shutdown? Well, the issue that we're having as Americans right now is that a quick brief history about American politics and American government. We have three branches of government, the Supreme Court, which is the judicial branch. We have the legislative branch, which is the two houses of Congress, Senate and the House of Reps. And then we have the executive branch, which President Trump now occupies. If the Senate and and the Senate and the House was on the same page, they could send a bipartisan bill to the president. (laughs) Excuse me. And if Trump at that point decided to veto that bill, the Senate and the House can both override the presidential veto. Well, since the House is controlled by Democrats and the Republicans are control and the Senate is controlled by the Republicans, there won't get no bipartisan bill sent to the president. Um, Mitch McConnell is firmly in the corner of the president because Mitch McConnell is up for re-election in 2020. Mm-hmm. And guess who guess who carried Kentucky in 2016? Mm, let me guess. Uh, president Trump. Yep, and Mitch McConnell wants to be working in 2021. I don't blame him. The lives of Americans should never be played for political reasons. But but can't the Democrats just give Trump five billion for the wall and stop the shutdown? Ooh, five billion for the wall. What type of wall is this going to be? President Trump says it's going to be the Trump, biggest, glorious wall you have ever tweeted, seen. He tweeted a picture about it, man. He's going to have some spikes at the top of it. I mean, it's going to be pretty high. We as America do not need a border wall. So hold on, but just answer my question real quick. Can the Democrats stop the shutdown by giving Trump five billion for the wall? If they gave Trump five billion for the shutdown, I would want to see what the Republicans will give up if the Democrats was giving up five billion. The Democrats is not going to give five billion up for this border wall if the Democrats are not going to get anything back in return. 
Right, but to answer to answer my question real quick, can the Democrats stop the shutdown by giving Trump five billion for the wall? Like I said, it depends. What are the Democrats going to get back? No, to that's not. No, no, that's not answering my question. I'm saying, can the Democrats stop this? Can the Democrats give Trump five billion for the wall and and stop the shutdown? It depends. Can't they? Well, it's tr- President Trump. So, so, you're, but so they the Democrats don't want to give Trump five billion for the wall because they don't feel like they need the wall. The the Senate is not proposing any bills to avoid the shutdown or to stop the shutdown. All right, but <laughs> I know that the, the the Republicans want the wall. <laughs> Who 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 party controls the Senate? Republicans. So if Trump wants his five billion dollar wall, the Senate can write the bills as well. I haven't seen or checked the crosswire that the Senate has proposed any type of deal. Okay, I feel you. Mm-hmm. But the Democrats, so it's basically the Democrats don't want to budge. The Republicans don't want to budge, so they said we're going to shut it down. I believe that the end of well, I believe, I believe the Democrats are protecting the American people and just not so willing to give $5 billion in wall funding. So the for Democrats feel like they're protecting American people. Republicans feel like they're protecting American people. And there you have it. And in turn, they left 800,000 people without jobs. It's or, more than 800,000 people. 800,000 people are not working. Right, which means that if all 800,000 of those federal employees has a family of four. Yeah. Look at how that happens. Oh yeah, definitely. When there's a lot that gets affected by that. And you know what the unfortunate thing about that is? TSA agents are calling off sick across the nation. Yeah, there's so, a lot of people not working, man. There's a lot of people. Well, the TSA <laughs> has to work without getting paid. So imagine how hard that is off rip. But then think about it like this. Where the president is making this big hoopla over five billion to fund his wall, and TSA agents are designed to be in the airports to make sure illegal aliens or terrorists do not come into the country. So as of today, we could have illegal immigrants coming in through our airports and coming across the border. But whose fault is that? President Trump. How is it not the Democrats' fault though? They're not giving them the all they gotta do. The the budget is, is you're looking at three to four trillion dollars. Mm-hmm. That's true. Five billion is a lot of money, but they, you know, President Trump. It's a, it's a I want to quote our. I want to quote. Trillion. I want to quote our commander in chief. I will shut down the government. I'll be proud to shut down the government. End quote. President Trump. He owns it. Did, did President Trump win the win the uh, presidency? Yes, he did. He's president of the United States. So people voted for him because they wanted the wall. But President Trump lost the midterms. He lost. What do you mean? He lost the midterms. He lost the he lost control of the house when oh, President yeah, Trump yeah, came into yeah. when President Trump came into office. He, lost he controlled both chambers. And heck, I don't understand why President Trump is struggling right now because he had two years to get five billion dollars for his border wall. President Trump might need to reevaluate his uh, border security policy. Yeah, I think. Look, I, I, uh, I don't know all the facts on you know, people entering the country. I think the wall is, um, you know, they're making a big fuss about it. Trump's. I don't think that the wall is going to do that much difference. Is is going to be that significant in keeping these people that they don't want in the country out of the country? 
I haven't seen all the facts in it, but I don't I don't know how effective the wall would be. I don't think it'll be as effective as Trump's base thinks it will be. I think it's just a, a visual. It's the visual to help him get reelected. That's all it will do for Trump. Get yep, him it'll help more him get years. reelected. It'll make his his base feel better about themselves. Yep. And it won't really keep Americans safe. I don't think yeah, I don't think it's gonna help with, with uh the safety thing that that Trump's base is is harping on so heavily. But, you know, we'll see, you know. Uh, again, five billion. Man, Trump is not budging on that. So, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It's a lot of days in front of us. I don't think the shutdown is going to be over within the next week or two. I'm looking at maybe early March before some things start to move. Now, we were talking about, you know, Trump just doing this for a re-election, which is, I, I, I agree with that. I believe he's just doing it for re-election. Um, but the election, you know, Trump, you know, he's, I think he's going to run for re-election. And um, uh, do you see the picture he put out about Elizabeth Warren? Uh, for those who don't know, Elizabeth Warren was, you know, saying that she was like Native, you know, had, she was part Native American. And then she, uh, you know. She took a DNA test, correct? Took a DNA test and found she was like one two hundredth like Native American or something like that. And uh, Trump retweeted a picture and it said uh, Elizabeth Warren won two thousand and twentieth. It was like in to mock like a uh, presidential banner or I mean a, a presidential campaign banner. It was pretty funny. Trump's pretty entertaining. Uh, <laughs> uh, how he's doing at governing the country, I don't know, but well, I don't think he's doing well, but. Uh, it's funny. It depends on which perspective you're coming from. True, from my my perspective, my purview. I don't, I don't agree with with much that he's done, but it's gonna be interesting uh, the election. Oh, 2020 is right around the corner. We had our I first. Demar Shuffy's running for something, right? Well, no, no, no. <laughs> we had our first candidate announce that she was getting together. A presidential. Um, Demar's gonna run, run, run in the uh, Green Party or something like that. Right? No, no, <laughs> it's way too young, way too young. Uh, Elizabeth Warren, she came out and said she was putting together a committee to see how well she will fare running for president, and I find that to be very interesting. She's an interesting woman as a whole, so it'll be interesting. I'm still looking to see if Cory Booker. Or Kamala Harris both put their names in that um in the hat. Um, we still wait on a decision by Joe Biden. And who was that? Um, the guy who ran against um Senator Ted Cruz and lost in a really close fight, Beto O'Rourke. Yeah, Beto. You have um actually there's a can there's a guy who's running right now named uh, Andrew Yang. Who? Andrew Yang. Who? He's uh, running for president, man, and he's running on uh, – what do you say he's doing? He's pretty interesting because he's a, you know entrepreneur, and he wants to give everyone a uh, guaranteed uh, wage, um, something like 2000 a month or something. Yeah. Another <laughs> news. <clears throat> but, you know, Kamala Harris is really catch, uh, catching people's eyes. Uh, Demar, what do you think about us having a uh, black woman at the top of the ticket? Kamala Harris is intriguing to me. 
I've been following some bills. She's been co-sponsoring. I like the idea of her rent act, uh, providing tax subsidies to individuals who was paying 30% more of their income dedicated only to their rent. Um, I believe she's going to be an interesting candidate if she wins. I think it will be a change of pace for this country. I do believe that her leadership or the type of leadership that she presents gives us a a fair shot. Um, when It's very difficult when you're going up against an incumbent. And I think if the Democrats, based off of, you know, individuals who are thinking about it or going to win, if you just jump in, I believe she gives the Democrats the best opportunity to win. Yeah, man. And, and you know, what I think about often is that I wish people could just look at her and look at what she's done, not look at her race or look at her gender. But unfortunately, that's how elections have, are. Yeah. That's how things happen. But, you know, judge her, you know, or judge them by their character. If she can grab that women's vote, we will have a new president of the United States, and Trump will be one term short of being president for his full eight, four, full two terms. Yeah, we are, um, you know, America's going to get pretty entertaining with, with Trump at the helm, and uh, we'll we, see. Right, presidential elections are really exciting. Uh, so, in other news, um, in the. Uh, so everyone's familiar with the, the Michael Brown case in the uh, St. Louis County of Missouri, Ferguson. And they recently uh, elected a new prosecutor, county prosecutor, Wesley Bell, an African-American man and a you know, steady rise, and a climb in the political ladder there. And I'm really excited to see what, what he does in St. Louis County. He's already making changes, huh? I know he's changing the bail system. He told the his bail, bail yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know he's told his assistant ads to you cannot um, if they are on probation, you cannot um, strike them and bring them in just because they miss a child support payment. So he's really changing the culture, and that is the best way to affect change. So all of those individuals out there who wants to affect change. Go to law school, graduate law school, take the bar, pass the bar, and then run for county, city, and state prosecutors. And that's pretty much how you can make an instant impact on your community. Because like Wesley Bell is doing, he's able to tell them, prosecute this, don't prosecute that. He's using his prosecutor um, dissertion pretty well, and he's doing a pretty good job with it. I'm interested to see how he's going to do moving forward. Yeah. Hey, like Namar said, you can actually really uh, make a difference. And, and that guy's an example of it. Um, I like what he's doing, too. He fired the lady who oversaw the grand jury. Yeah, the, the Michael Brown case? Uh, the Michael Brown case. He fired her. He gave her a two-page. He gave her her two-page walking papers going into great detail from the from the reports that I read of why she was being fired and she obtained an attorney and let's keep our eyes on that case. Yeah, man, and he's uh 
he's really trying to tackle the op- opioid problem there too. Mm-hmm. Um, expanding some of the the programs they have there, um, counseling programs and things of that sort. So uh, that'll be pretty cool. Uh, man, we were talking earlier about that uh, that Tennessee judge. Uh, that's been a pretty hot topic, man. People are talking about uh, what he said. So there's a judge in uh, Tennessee, <clears throat> Montgomery County, Tennessee, uh, Judge Wayne Shelton. And he was uh, saying that he's sick and tired of black men shooting each other. He says he doesn't under- understand it. And uh, uh, to quote, he said, I grew up in a time where people wore white robes and they shot at black people. Now we see young black men wearing black hoodies shooting at black men. And they're doing a much more effective job than the Klan ever thought about doing. I agree. And in that context, if it was specifically how he said it in the article where we got that quote, if that's exactly that's exactly what he said, man. I agree with it 100%. Um, he said it on a, it was like an Instagram like video thing. No, it was an open court. He did an open court. He I I read the story, the same article we have up right now. I read it and he was frustrated. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He said an open court. My bad. Right. He was, was frustrated, yeah. and I understand the frustration. And I bet all the families across this country who are losing young children to in this specific case. Do not tweet us. Do not Facebook us. Do not send us angry emails. No. In this limited, find Demar on on Instagram <laughs> on or this, on Facebook. On this limited issue, I would like to say Black lives do matter. However, where young black men or black men in general believe that they see someone that they are beefing with and they shoot. They have no respect for black lives. And in that matter, they have no respect for any lives because if you can just have walk around with a gun and decide to take out that gun and let loose bullets and let them fly and in hopes of shooting your intended target and your intended target do not get hit, it's sad because once you re- once you pull that trigger... You have no direction of where that bullet goes. A seven-year-old young girl died in Houston. Um, here in Cleveland, we have innocent children dying with people saying, I thought I was hitting this, or I thought I was doing that. We need to make this more prevalent. The Ku Klux Klan whole goal was to kill, lynch, burn, Black Americans back in the day, and the judge is white. The clans have took off their hoods in most cases, and they left it up to other black young men who were trigger happy and people, black men who are trigger happy. Do you hear me? Please put down the guns because you're not shooting your intended target. Just please stop. Um. There's definitely an issue with uh, young black people killing young black people. Um, but you you were talking to me about how you did you worked at the juvenile court. You were a public you were a public defender. Extern. Extern. And 
you know, you're saying that they don't understand why it's happening, right? Mm-hmm. They're um, remorseful. They, it was just unfortunate. It's just sad. It, it, it's truly just sad. It breaks my heart. We can march when a white police officer gun us down, but we're not here to confuse issues or confuse topics. That's evil. But when our kids' kids start dying by other members of our community, we have to address it ourselves. And if we do not address it, why are we here for? You know, I can't expect the same thing from a 15-year-old that I, that I expect from a judge. So when, you know, the judge, so he was actually um, on record in 2015 uh saying that he believes Black Lives Matter and he's upset that, you know, that basically there's a two teenage brothers uh, that gunned down a man at a high school graduation party. And you know, uh, the judge, uh, Judge Shelton was very upset at this and he's, you know, he's frustrated and he says, I don't know why black people, young black people keep killing each other, young black men keep killing each other. And he's saying that, you know, they're killing, the, young black people are killing more young black people than the KKK were. <clears throat> I, I, it's clearly um, in predominantly uh, black areas of low income, there's, uh, uh, you know, they're lacking resources. I don't know what what else uh, Judge Shelton does. I'm, I'm sure since he's a judge, he's involved in his community in some way, but you know, speak out on on why you think this is happening, because if you you're saying you don't know why it's happening, I'm questioning which you know what do you think is going on in these these young black men's minds? Are they just killing each other because they have no common sense? They have no sense. Period. There's some outside factors with it. Yeah, don't get me wrong, and we can all. But he didn't say. But you know, you're you know you. you but he it. was giving a a straight to the point not trying to muddle the issue. He said, based off what I see, your recklessness in this situation has taken the life of another because you thought it was cool walking around with a weapon, pulling the weapon out, pulling the trigger, releasing that bullet from its chamber, and seeing what it hit. So as a... As a- Person with a national voice, you're a judge. Well, state or county, however the rules are written in that. State. Yeah, but he's he's a he's there. Uh, he made national headlines, but he made national headlines, right? He got the New he's York Post to pick him made, up. Yeah, he's got a few people to pick him up, but he's he's made national headlines before, back in 2015. Mm-hmm. And he also said that he's he's his great 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 grandfather was a free person of color back in 1860. Hey, it's just like Elizabeth Warren. So she's one two hundredth of Native American. So why not talk about the systemic issues affecting these young black men? Because, because that he's not wasn't presenting the any point. So- yeah, that but his point presented point. no solution. No, his point was an open court. He was an open court going through the motions of a court proceeding to let the defend the alleged defendant know. His options of what was going on, right? And but the he's judge a, spoke in a 
small time manner to let the let to to the alleged suspect or the defendant in this case to know this is what I see. Why? Now we don't know if he was found no, guilty. No, but so the, but that's what I'm saying. He didn't say why. He didn't. He just said this is what he sees, and that correct. It's and in, in that they're doing a better job than the KKK. He correct. didn't say why. He yeah, said he doesn't right. know why. Right, but he didn't have to. But you're action. a judge. You should know why. You're involved in your, and you're supposed to be involved in your community. You should know why this is going on. Not all. You're not. That's what I'm saying. I, I, my issue is that there's a lot of people who have resources that are not providing solutions. Mm, a judge is just a, a judge gets elected to follow the laws and to make decisions based right, but on he's the case based comments, on the facts. Though. But he's making yes, comments. He made was was com- he elected to make those comments? Yes. He did it, right? And no, he, he wasn't elected to make those comments. He made them on his own free will because he's allowed to do that. The same way why he's allowed to speak on the solutions. So the in- same way he can be involved in this community. The same way he could join the NAACP. same way he could uh, give out anything you know you know what i'm saying but in hindsight he got elected he spoke out about the topic he's at that particular age and he's and if he's been doing it we can see a, a great detail of moving forward and let's see what happens from him moving forward i'm totally down with that i would i would just like to see a more solution oriented uh comments i don't think because i'm I, i'm i'm fearful that there's a lot of people who who think like him that aren't judges and there might be a lot of people who think like him that are judges. And I, I don't know everything that's going on um, in these communities. I don't know what's going on in Tennessee. But um, I do know that he didn't present any solution with what he said. And, you know, there is a lot of violence. I know I know that to be true. Um, to every point, there does not need to be a solution given at that particular point in time. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. And but he still has not... Uh, he, but he made the same comment back in 2015 with no solution. So now it's to, he made that comment in 2018, I believe. Um, and so, because I'm, I'm fearful that people are coming, you know, in front of him, and he might be thinking these these young black men are out of their mind. They don't That's know what not they're true. Doing. It's fact because based. he doesn't know what he doesn't know what why they're doing it. So if he doesn't know why they're doing it. Does he think that they don't know why they're doing what they do? I can't speak on to what he do know and what he doesn't know, but I do know this for sure. He made a comment that was very powerful and it got the nation started. So if we're talking about it on our show, we're coming up with solutions for us and moving forward, this this issue is starting to pick up. Mm. Like I said before, our young black men, some of them, who are in gangs or have chosen the to live a life of the suspected or just living the life of trying to commit crime or do whatever they feel like they need to do. I just say, if it involves a weapon, please put the gun down. Because once you pull that trigger, there is no going back. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. It, you know, I think a lot of people say the media plays a, a role in, in that and the you know, the media portrays uh, African-Americans in a bad image. So, uh, you know, African-Americans see themselves doing bad things and they tend to do bad things. But uh, I don't know the, the, you know, you have, you know, Hollywood, then you have the news and, you know, recently people have been talking about, you know, this whole 
issue with the Black Panther movie that came out in, you know, the Smash Records. Wakanda forever! And, yeah, they smashed records. They sold a lot of tickets. I, I know I went to go see it. I don't really know anyone who didn't see it. Especially African-American people I, that didn't see it. I think the entire black community in the United States saw it. Yeah, they smashed records, but they didn't win any Golden Globes. Uh, now, let's sit of... back and think on that. Okay, let's do that. How does that make sense? A movie smash records. Selling, yeah, it sold a lot of movies. But... It, it didn't mean break records. It's smash okay, but didn't the next, records. Didn't the next Marvel movie smash records, too? Um, Infinity Wars? Uh... We're talking about a collection of all their superheroes. Over a decade, okay. But what I'm saying is, one black man, for anything. one black man portraying an African king. There's a lot king, of black people in that portraying an African king. Superhero is a superhero movie. It was a Marvel superhero movie, and the next Marvel superhero movie after that smashed records too. Black Panther rivaled the numbers of the Avengers. So look, give Black Panther a BET award, but I don't know if it deserves. I'm, I'm just kidding. Like, yo, I love I love the movie Black Panther, man. But I, I think saw you need to time. apologize for saying they need. They nothing's do wrong, deserve a BET award. Nothing's wrong with the BET award, though. Nothing's wrong with the BET award. But I do have an issue with the, the Global Academy. They are straight up tripping. Everything about that movie was awesome. So is there somebody in that movie that you would have gave a... a Best actor too, <laughs> Chad Boseman. You would have gave Chad. You would have gave Chad. But I mean, look, I'm not an actor, but hey, it was alright. It wasn't all of that. Chad. <laughs> he didn't even talk that much. He did. None of them. Talked Chad that much. killed it. Michael B. Jordan killed it. I'm sorry, and I, I'm sorry that I cannot say their names, but the Black Panther women collectively a as a job. group did. You know what? The whole cast deserves the best actor award. I don't care if you have to put Cole in front of all of their names. They all deserved it. That movie was special. Legitimately special. It was special. But was it special because they were black? Heck you know. So if they weren't black, it would have been the same, it would have been the same deal. Like you said earlier, nah, many nah. Americans go see. The Did Avengers, they broke um, records. Avengers broke records, yeah. Exactly. Because so, it was a superhero movie. People like seeing superhero movies, especially but kids. This, but this was your point. Would it have broken so many records if it wasn't an all-black cast? And I say yes. And yes, it wasn't an all-black cast. They had two yeah, it wasn't white cast no, members. All, no, well, I, three. I'm, I'm saying if I know I felt a way about that movie because they were black. Because I'm black. And I, I don't see... Black people portrayed in that light. Media do portray us in a negative light. One hundred percent guarantee. Not they all the time. Not all the time, but ninety-five percent of the time. Yes, they do. However, second Black Panther should have won some awards. And awards they for didn't. what though? Awards for what? Best drama, best CD. Best okay, yeah. Actor. Um, best, I think I I think it should win for um best uh soundtrack. That soundtrack, that soundtrack even best sound. I even listened to the sounds. 
based off of that. What you mean, like you just the score? To, excuse to, me, the best nah, score. Demar Stephens is playing back. Uh, <laughs> I listened to the soundtrack the and the score. It was just all amazing. It was a great experience. The director should have won Best Director of the award. Whatever award they got over there, they should have won. And they should have let all nominations. Yeah, I mean, yeah, direct-wise, because I think for him directing... I mean, he's directed some great movies. Great, it, man. I don't even think we can say What's the great. one with the... I mean, I mean... We sing I Love the legendary. World. Legendary, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Legendary, I, mean, I uh, Love the World. I mean, the story world. was... But it's like, okay... You have um, what's the first one, Michael B. Jordan? Uh, Fruitvale Nation. Fruitvale, <laughs> Fruitvale Station. Yeah, that. That. Uh, I mean, it was a story. That it was a true story. Man, that's a hey, that's a movie right there. It was powerful. And then you know, going from doing stuff like that to Creed, and then to fruit, uh, and then to Black Panther. I mean, that was an incredible movie. I, I think you know, you know, I didn't really see Bohemian Rhapsody. I think me personally, I would have, I would have. You know, if I was the committee, I would have picked Black Panther or Bohemian Rhapsody. Exactly. They basically, fat, fun fact. But I like black, black people discover rock and roll. Black people discover rock and roll. There's black artists back in the day who used to, who came up with rock and roll. That's a, and that, that whole, with the Bohemian Rhapsody, though. The movie was about that, right? It was about, uh, no, it was about the group. Exactly. Just like Freddie this. Mercury or whatever. I am movie. black. I was never ever gonna go see that movie. We'll never watch it. Well, I mean, there's a lot of people that like that movie that were black, though. Mm, that's true. That could I, be mean, true. I mean, me personally, I would've went, I would've gave Black Klansman the award over Black Panther. In what category? Drama motion picture. <sighs> black Panther was incredible, man. Yes, it was incredible. It was the best movie in 2018. What, Black Klansman? Black Panther. I said Black Klansman. I said Black Panther oh, was man. the best movie in 2018. And how did Vice get six global nominees? Golden Globe. Yeah, yeah. It just came and out. And then it just came out a few weeks ago. They sent out ago. screeners. They sent out screeners to let people see it. Ahead of time. Like I said before, um, the global needs to be checked a little bit. And they wonder why they can't find host, or they wonder why it's yeah. Going Black down. Pan- yeah, Black Panther was nominated for uh, best original score, and it lost um, to some that space movie. Like I said, there was. I some, think yeah, the score. I mean, it was a great. There was some uh, based off the facts and the history that the global of uh, the global Globes. Golden Globes have. It was a complete whiteout at the Golden Globes. Well, I think Black Klansman won something. And then you have uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. I mean, there was all types of different people in that movie. You had a lot of women that that won. So I don't know if that was a racist thing. I mean, you had Pose that was nominated, which was an LGBTQ uh, film. Uh, LGBTQ show, and black rights are different. Okay, but still. Now, I think... Um, Black Panther didn't I get think one Atlanta, award. Yeah, I think Donald Glover should have gotten an award for Atlanta for um, best actor in a, a comedy TV series. I think. I think he should have won for that. I yeah, think man, the I, Golden I, I, honestly, I, 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 I were hell bent on stopping Black Panther from its continued success after the movie. You know what? Released. I think it was yeah because at Golden Globes, like if you win the Golden Globes. It'll help you like win an Oscar. I mean, maybe they'll win an Oscar. Black Panther will win an Oscar. Black Panther. Usually, usually, if you don't win any Golden Globes, you don't win any Oscars. The Black 
I market today. Over. Black Panther will win multiple Oscars. Hey, I hope they do. Look, I like the movie. I think it shows that they didn't really respect the acting of the, the actors in that movie. Oh, know. they didn't respect them at all. And I expect that they didn't respect their acting ability because they was blacks portraying an African country in a great light. And that's why they didn't get it. I don't know about that. I just think they didn't think it was that great. But and the movie comes out two weeks. They movie came out in two weeks. The global war. People came had out. the people had the movie ahead of time. Vice Party didn't even make a quarter of the overall. That's true, but it's not about the money, man. It's about the acting and the storyline. So if no one went to go see Vice and Vice made no money, well, Vice would have still gotten a. An award, dude. You gotta make a little bit of money. I'm, ex- I'm guessing, but it's not about the overall ticket sales. It's about so if you gotta make a little bit of money, what happens if you Monsters make a whole Inc. lot of money? Listen, Monsters Inc. probably made more money than Vice. Listen, Monsters Inc. is we need to fact check that. Monsters Inc. doesn't get nominated for them because I think that's one thing you have to take into consideration too. Like superhero movies are gonna sell a lot of merch. Kids are gonna like them. But all these movies that won are not kids' movies. Vice is not a kids' movie. If Bill Street could talk, it's not a kids' well, movie. Well, since we own merchandise, Disney didn't think that Black Panther was going to do that hot in the beginning. So they withheld some of their supplies for their action figures and anything Black Panther-wise. All right. Monsters, Inc. did $577.4 million at the box office. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Vice did not do anything. Let's we'll see. Vice movie. Vice, I'm guessing Vice. Uh, and ticket sales will still be going up because it's I still. I mean, we just know they didn't do that much. They did 30, 31 million. It's not even going to get close. Yeah, it's not. Like I said before, <laughs> it was a white out. Ooh, and dang. and Rhapsody did 700 million. Chad deserved it. Michael Chad B. Boseman. Jordan deserved it. It was a good movie, man. I like the woman. It. Now, yeah, they but see, they didn't have a big enough role, man. They weren't really the supporting actress. They led the movie. I would say that the they women led it, but they didn't have a lot of speaking role. They didn't say a lot. Yes, they did. Not really. The women, the women carried, they carried the, the movie, movie without saying anything because they, the main actors didn't say that much. They were the main actors. The right. That's what I'm saying. The, uh, it was uh, the the two main actors in the movie were Chad Bozeman and Michael B. Jordan. I disagree. Who were the main actors in the movie then? The uh, main main the movie was not. Who was the main was actor the, in the Black Panther movie? The, the, the Black Panther was the main actor. The general of the army. Oh my gosh. Okay. She was the main character. She was in pretty much all the shoots. Say she I'm didn't say nothing. She did, bro. I will quote what she said. What she said. Tell me. He froze like a deer and. Uh, uh, antelope. Okay, she headlines. only said random sentences, man. She no, it was a group. <laughs> That's not a lot. The Golden Globe said one sentence every with ten me. Okay, I'm you're, highly you're upset. Right that way, man. You're right but at the way. end of the day, since I don't watch the Golden Globes anyway. They gonna cater to whatever their audience is. Tomorrow, I don't think that's the case. I just didn't, don't think they felt like there's a lot of acting in a super in that superhero movie because there's usually not. Has a superhero movie ever won any anything like that? I don't know. But Black Panther wasn't just Black a Panther superhero movie to you. No, and to, to me, the nation. No, to you and I, not to the Golden Globe. Voters. Yes, they need to get fired. 
Just like the college football <laughs> playoff committee needs to be fired. The college football playoff committee. Yes. Why does it? Why do they need to be fired? They make horrible decisions, just like the Golden Globe people. Well, I don't know because no one expected Clemson to whoop Alabama like that. Clemson is a good team. I like Clemson. And Clemson is the national team. A lot of people thought Alabama was going to roll Clemson. Why? Because Alabama was doing that to everybody else. Alabama, I feel like, only played Georgia this year. That was the only good quality team they played. So, Well, I mean, Oklahoma was good. They They went up 28-0 on Oklahoma. Oklahoma got stuck on... We're playing Alabama. We're playing Alabama. Oh, shoot. We're playing Alabama. And by the time they realized that they can play Alabama, it was too late. They lost. Hey, I don't, I'm not a, I don't play football, so I can only speak about what Congratulations, Clemson. A well-deserved national title. Yeah, man. That was, that was a real good game, man. And, uh, hey, since we're in the city of Cleveland, I think uh, I think the Browns going to do good next year, too, man. I think. Are they got some new hires, man? I'm it depends. Looking forward to it. It depends. Because Greg Williams was the head coach when the Browns won those impressive games. Now that Greg Williams is out, technically Greg Williams could be the most successful Cleveland Browns head coach, coach ever yeah. <laughs> since, since they've been back to Cleveland. We yeah. might have to fact check that, but I'm sure ESPN and Elias, they do their little things where they carve out that exception to the rule. Yeah. However, I think it was a pretty good season for the Cleveland Browns. It was a good season. I enjoyed watching the games. They were competitive. It was fun to watch. I think we got robbed in the first couple of games. Baker Mayfield is the truth. Yeah, he is. I think we got robbed in the first couple of games in the season, but I I think things will work out in our favor next year. We'll see. Maybe we can get into the Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. Um... Trade talks. Let's oh, do this. Well, hey, Anything's, never say never. Anything's possible. That's it's the NFL, right. right? Yeah, anything's possible. Man, well, folks, that's gonna wrap up our show. Uh, we're looking forward to uh, a lot of cool experiences here. We're gonna do a lot of cool interviews. It's gonna be a fun time. Yes, yeah, it's, it's. I'm gonna enjoy having you guys listen to us. I'm. Cannot wait for the feedback. Um, I, I'm really excited for you guys to let us know what you think. Good, bad, or just indifferent. Go ahead, let us know. You can find me on Facebook, Demar Sheffy. Look me up. I'll accept you and let me know how you feel about the show. Signing off. See you next week. <laughs>